Hi everyone, welcome to Write in Time. Uh, my name is Rashida Wright and I will be your podcast host. I'm really excited to kick off our very first episode um, because this has been something I've wanted to do, but um, just wasn't sure how to pull it off. And um, I'm currently in grad school and this opportunity came about where we were able to record a podcast. And so I took it to be a sign that I need to go ahead and get started. So here we are. Um, I give you guys a little background about myself. I'm actually from the Atlanta area. I grew up in the suburbs of Atlanta in Gwinnett County and then moved to the city about for about five or six years and then moved to Austin, Texas, where I currently live. So definitely been in the South most of, most of my life, um, but I love it and I think it's added to my perspective on the world around me. So a little bit about me. And then the purpose of this podcast, I really, I really feel that in my life, I've been um, really focused on creating space for everyone, um, whether that's at work or if it's um, in our communities and certain organizations. I really think it's important that people feel like they're welcomed in spaces, no matter who they are or what their background is. Uh, I believe that diversity really is the key to progress. I also believe in including everyone and creating a place of belonging so that everyone feels like they have a place. Um, and I really believe that this podcast will help drive that as well. So we're probably going to bring diversity, equity, and inclusion to everything, to politics, to the workplace, to different communities. Um, I'm hoping as the podcast grows that we'll be able to speak to people in other countries and see how diversity is reflected there. Um, so I'm really looking forward to it. I think there's going to be a lot of great things to talk about in the coming weeks. But for now, we're going to go ahead and get started and talk about the 2020 elections here in the United States. Talk about a contentious time. <laughs> um, it has been it has been crazy. This this race, I I would say there was a lot of division. There was a lot of um, anger on both sides of the aisle. And I'm thankful that it seems to be over. And I say seems because it seems like it might be challenged in the courts. But so far, it seems to be over. Um, I do think that the country needs healing. I think we definitely need to address some things um, racially, um, honestly, on just a people to people level that I, I don't think we've been able to address um, over the past four years. So I am looking forward to really closing the chapter on the elections and seeing the work that is going to be done or should be done in the next four years and how the country will evolve. But I will say we have a lot to celebrate um, from this past 2020 cycle. Although it got a little nasty at times, I would say there have been lots of gems that have popped out um, this election cycle. So first, uh, I want to talk about the Republican Party and that they had 11 women elected to the House, which is huge. Um, this is the most amount of women they've ever had. Um, they've ever had in any cycle elected to office. So I just want to say, you know, congratulations to those 11 women. That's amazing. I think it speaks a lot about 
um, people wanting to see representation that looks like them, no matter what side of the aisle they're on. So it's huge. I'm super excited to see that. And of course, this is monumental this year. Um, We have our first uh, Black and Southeast Asian vice president-elect, which is Kamala Harris, which is amazing. Um, I, I have been celebrating all weekend. And, you know, depending on what side of the aisle you're on, I would hope you're you're celebrating as well. Um, I really believe that this is monumental. I think it shows a lot about the changes that are happening in the States. And I'm really excited to celebrate someone who has such a diverse background. Um, Stacey Abrams, I also want to celebrate her um, and her tremendous amount of work that she did in the state of Georgia. Obviously, I'm going to be a little biased because I am from Georgia, um, but I really want to celebrate Stacey Abrams. She really worked hard to register over 800,000 people in one state. I just want to point that out. It's all, that's almost a million people registered to vote and then activated them for the 2020 election cycle. So I just want, um, I want to give her her flowers as well as everyone has been doing online. I'm missing all the posts on social, but I just want to celebrate her and her hard work for really making sure that Georgians um, were registered and they felt empowered to vote. Other person I want to celebrate during this election cycle is Keisha Lance Bottoms, who is the mayor of Atlanta. Um, you know, she was also key in helping the city um, vote, making sure that there was fair voting throughout the city. Um, so I just want to also celebrate her as well. And then I kind of want to go around the country and just kind of, I mean, give some shout outs because there were a lot of a lot of wins for both sides, as I stated earlier, um, that I think are important to mention. I want to celebrate the youngest congressman ever to be voted into office, which is Madison Cawthorn. He's out of uh, North Carolina. He's 25 years old and he will be representing um, his district in the state of North Carolina. So that's amazing. It's amazing that somebody under 30 ran and won. People took him seriously and feel that he can deliver change to his district. So that's huge. So shout out to Mr. Cawthorn. I also want to shout out to Iman Joday out of Colorado State. Um, she is the first Muslim woman to be um, voted as a state rep in Colorado. So shout out to her. Um, I also want to celebrate Marilyn Strickland, who is the first black woman out of Washington State and also the first Korean American congresswoman ever in U.S. history to be voted as a congresswoman to represent Washington. So shout out to her. Um, New Mexico had some pretty cool uh, turnouts as well. New Mexico first Latino senator, Ben Ray Luan. Huge, 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 huge. Um, I think that's amazing that they were able to get their first Latino senator. They also had a few women of color on both sides of the aisle that were voted as representatives. Deb Holland, Teresa Fernandez and Yvette Harrell. Um, I believe Deb Holland and Representative-elect Teresa Fernandez were both um, were both Democrats for Congress, and then Yvette Harrell was a Republican that was voted in um, as a Congresswoman. So that's huge to so celebrate them as well. 
And then out of Kansas, Sharice Davis was voted um, one of the first Latino, sorry, first Native American Congress people, Congress women from Kansas. So a very long list of people to celebrate. But honestly, this election cycle really showed diversity. Um, even out of New York, I want to say the first two openly gay Congress congressmen were voted into office. Um, so that's amazing. It's huge. And then Cori Bush, who uh, I don't know if anyone has seen that movie, Bringing Down the House, but she was featured in that movie and lost her election 2018. Um, she actually re-ran and won this election cycle. So she's the first African-American congresswoman to represent Missouri. So I just want to say, um, yes, this election cycle was crazy. It was, I think in a lot of ways, there was a lot of hatred and anger on both sides. But what we saw out of that pressure of having such a contentious election was these amazing gems of diversity throughout the country. It wasn't just in one region. It wasn't just in one area. It wasn't just in one city. We saw a lot of diverse candidates across the board. And and in some states that you wouldn't necessarily expect there to be a diverse candidate um, speaking frankly. So I'm really excited. I think 2020 in the le- or 2021, the legislative session will be exciting to watch because we'll see um, how diversity will come into play in the in these state houses as well as our our Congress. Um, and then, of course, in the White House, we're gonna see um, we're gonna see some. I believe we'll see some reflection of what our communities look like throughout the United States. So, I'm very excited. I hope you are too. And I think like most of us, I'm pretty excited the election cycle is over because it was quite draining, but I can't wait to see what's going to come out um, in 2021 and 2022. But anyways, I've been rambling long enough. I thank you guys so much for listening. It was a quick and short um, episode, but I'm hoping next episode we'll have a guest and we'll be delving into healthcare and what that looks like from a patient and a professional perspective. Thanks for listening, and I hope to hear you soon.